Hi, I'm Daniela Coletti. And yes, I'm convinced 5G will change the world and it'll certainly help save the economy. Welcome to Will 5G Change the World? I'm Sean Kinney, and this is the weekly podcast where we engage with a wide variety of industry experts to answer that important question. But first, in an effort to get to know our guests a little bit better, we've got a recurring segment where I pose three questions from the Proust questionnaire. So Damiano, are you ready for those? I'm ready. All right. Question number one, what is your idea of perfect happiness? So um, I'd have to say it's thinking about a perfect day, right? And uh, that perfect day would be a few hours in the water surfing, catching some good waves, and then cooking a nice meal for family and friends, lots of laughter, good food, good wine, perfect day. All right, question number two, and this is the first time we've posed this question on the show. What do you consider the most overrated virtue? So um, I'm going to caveat this, um, piety. And I, and I don't mean that in the sense of one's faith or devotion. Uh, I, I don't want to go there. I, I think uh, when there's a, people tend to have an, a holier-than-thou attitude uh, or there's a... It, it tends to rub me the, the wrong way um, because you, there's a rigidity that gets in the way of, of perhaps progress. My, uh, my go-to example there would be Savonarola in 14th century Italy, uh, burning works of art for the sake of piety. And then question number three, what is the quality you most like in another person? So, the I, loyalty is a big one, but the, the, the thing I really admire when I meet people is the ability to take complex problems and distill them and make them simple. It's something that really, really impacts me. So Damiano, the last uh, trip that I took before the COVID-19 restrictions came around, that was in late February to Barcelona. And while I was there, had dinner with you. We drank some lovely wine. We ate some delicious food and we talked about open RAN. So I'd like to maybe pick that conversation back up. And I'm very curious if uh, the rigidity versus progress point that you made in the Proust section comes into play as we talk through this. But I wanted to start with with Rakuten. That's you know obviously one of the most interesting operators to follow right now, given their greenfield build of a fully virtualized network. Mm-hmm. They've been very public throughout their deployment process in terms of talking about their vendors, their strategies, and how all of that fits together, and even their resale model, where they kind of view it as a, a platform that other operators could adopt. So maybe you can tell us how. Airspan has supported Rakuten Mobile's deployment and give us your take on this idea of selling the network architecture. You know, what, what's the market appetite for an open virtual network? Sure. So um, I'll, I'll start with a brief on what Airspan's role is within the Rakuten network, um, and then we can address the, um, the, the, the point of, you know, a pl- the platform and, 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 and the architecture as a service. So Airspan in, in, in the Rakuten network is providing the 5G millimeter wave uh, solution. We have a, a very compact base station where we're providing the RU and the DU. And that's working with the, the Rakuten baseband unit, which is, is, is um, in collaboration with, with Altiostar. And so we're, we're, we're working to and, and are in the process of deploying these units 
um, throughout throughout Japan on in 5G, and that's 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 our role in 5G. In 4G, we're also uh, providing our you know, award-winning uh, 4G small cells in a variety of form factors, uh, pole-mounted, wall-mounted, um, you know, mini macros uh, for the variety of use cases um, that are required uh, for that 4G mid-band spectrum. Um, and you know, that's that's those are already live and deployed at scale. So what we've done in 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 the overall uh, context of, of the Rakuten network is provide thousands um, and close to and going towards tens of thousands of, of, of cells for a, an ultra dense uh, network deployment on both 4G and 5G. And all the while working end to end with the ecosystem partners to make sure that there's a smooth um, smooth transition and user experience. And, and, and we've, we've proven that so far. And I have to say, it's been a, a great experience. Yeah, and I, I mean, Rakuten is is clearly very proud of what they've done. They've, like I said, been very public, even sharing, you know, the percentage reduction in CapEx and OpEx that they see with their approach to this type of, of network construction. Uh, so proud of it that they're kind of packaging this as a platform. Uh, so I, I, I am curious, though, what is the broader market appetite? They were obviously in a unique position in that they built that network from scratch. So if, if you're a, a legacy operator, you know, is this meaningful to you in the near term? So, I mean, the way I see it is that I, I, I personally feel that it's, it's a fantastic idea. And, and also because Rakuten as a, as an operator is, 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 is not a traditional operator. As we know, it's Greenfield. It comes from uh, an OTT world. So they're offering, uh, they're all about a user experience as a, as a company DNA, right? And I think that that's an important point to, 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 to put forward. I think that also when you're, you know, you're making the distinction between a platform and an architecture. I think the architecture is a feature of that platform, right? It's, it's a more, all-encompassing thing um, and the whether the for example the the virtualized open ran component of it is a you know virtual network function of a greater cloud platform in a marketplace where that becomes a business tool i think that that's that's a you know um, a visionary way to to approach it you know i can i can see hypothetically other you know public cloud providers big names uh, moving moving into that space and 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 providing those solutions to enterprises because at the end of the day you know 5g as we know it's not about you know the, the just providing enhanced mobile broadband right it's about enabling these other use cases which are dependent on you know uh, urlc and and, and massive, massive machine type communication so in order for you know enterprises and these new uh, use cases to adopt and implement and execute these these networks uh, they're going to need a partner that knows what they're doing right we as airspan we understand very much the constraints of deploying networks especially the closer you get to the user you know we, we come we come from a small cell environment we we, not, we also do macros but we understand the constraints you know power backhaul uh, getting getting the infrastructure in the right place to serve the application 
And then there's a whole, a whole other sphere of making, making sure that different value chains are, are, are coordinating, right? Some, some industries will have certain needs that uh, only a wireless operator who has uh, the experience of, uh, to, to deploy these kinds of networks will, will be able to bring their know-how and how to implement and execute this. So as um, I see it as uh, this, you know, this, this platform as a great opportunity to address, to start to address the real 5G use cases. Um, and w as, as when it comes to other operators, you know, if, if I were to look at, you know, uh, maybe someone who doesn't, who is an operator, but isn't a wireless operator, uh, and wants to, wants to take advantage of the, you know, greenfield, fully automated cloud native virtualized benchmarking. I think that it's, it's a no brainer on who you, who you would go and ask how to do that. Um, and that's a, that's a key point. Um, and also, you know, it, it, a lot of operators, uh, you know, it's a race to the bottom in terms of ARPU. Uh, they need to, you know, they might need to switch things up and, and understand how they, they can take the cloud back, right? Because the cloud has been taken, you know, has been, has been a great opportunity for, for the global market. Uh, but the telcos have, you know, there's a misaligned incentive in terms of, you know, the capex of who builds the, the infrastructure and who, who reaps the most benefit. So I see this as a, as a, as a great, great step forward for, for telecommunications. All right, so you really made the case for Open RAN. It's very compelling and very much aligned, I think, with the, the arc of where service revenues are gonna come from in the future. That's gonna be enterprise use cases that really require the full capabilities that 5G brings. So I, I agree with you there. But I also wanted to get your opinion on some of the criticisms of, of Open RAN, which, which granted are relatively nonspecific, but uh, you know, I, I don't intend to pull the curtain back here for our audience, but I, I sent you some notes over ahead of our recording where I summarized the pro and con arguments for Open RAN and the pro, from my perspective at least, was you gained some network economic advantages, you get the you know, optionality, you can pick the equipment you want and all of that would drive innovation competition. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of geopolitical factors here at play that I think maybe we could just set aside because that's such an expansive conversation, but just specifically to the criticisms of Open RAN, I mean, you saw the notes that I sent you. Do you agree with that? Have you heard that same thing as you've, uh, you know, seen how this is received by media analysts and the technology community? So here's, here's my, um, here's my take. If, you know, open RAN is, is not something that is being pushed by simply by people within the, the, the vendor community, right? This is, this is a, an initiative which is being pushed from both vendors and their customers, right? So there's multiple stakeholders on different sides of the fence, right? So there, if we, I think it's important to understand that you have both of those actors pushing for, pushing for this, right? And I think that, you know, yes, Open RAN, the, the obvious low-hanging fruit is that by introducing more, more suppliers into the mix, you have uh, an, an, an automatic, um, more, automatically more competition and therefore prices drop dramatically because the, you're, you're changing the, the, 
the parameters of how the market works. So that's obviously the other thing. But it, going back to my previous point, Open RAN also allows for the, the scalability of RAN into different, different, different use cases, and therefore it becomes, and, and this is probably where I see the most benefit for Open RAN, is it, it becomes a business tool that someone goes on a marketplace, who, whoever mark, whosoever marketplace it is, but they can go and they can implement that just like they were implementing storage, compute, or you know, whatever from, I don't know, AWS, right? So I think those are the, 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 the two key, key concepts. You know, the, you, you talked a little bit with me about, um, in your notes, about, you know, a fully integrated solution, you know, the, the, what, what that means. And, you, and the, maybe the, the risks associated to, to uh, not having a fully integrated solution. A lot of Open RAN is based on containerized, standardized um, environments, right? So this, in and of itself, allows for very scalable kinds of architectures, right? You're, if you're using containers, and, and Rakuten's very, been very vocal about this, you're, you, you, you're able to create and destroy uh, or, or create and eliminate uh, elements in the network at, at a blinding speed, right? So you, you, your flexibility in terms of being able to identify a problem, eliminate it, and recreate the function that you need is, is taken care of. So, um, the, based on the on just the the premise of how open ran technically is 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 the you know the 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 baseline i, I see it as an extremely scalable and extremely secure um se secure platform because of these 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 underlying features okay so maybe we could look back at the uh comments you made about piety so in this context if open ran is progress what do you see as the the source of rigidity at the moment well i mean it's uh pc versus mainframe you know it's uh there is an inevitable conflict of interest in within certain actors in this in, in our industry in terms of opening up uh, their their revenue streams to other other actors, and that's just the the way of the world. Um, you know, I, I don't know if I'd tie it into to piety, but you know, there's there's gonna be some shakeups if you're 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 gonna want progress, right? So you know, the, to use my Renaissance example, you, you're gonna have to start looking at you know, the classics to draw some inspiration to, 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 you know, not make paintings of Jesus all day long. Right. Um, but that's the, um, that's how I would, I would put it. So help me tie this all up, Damiano, you know, Airspan is involved in some really cool 5g projects that, address some of these enterprise use cases that we both agree are going to be a, a huge source of value creation over time. But mm -hmm. when you, th you think about the question, that's the heart of the show, will 5G change the world? You know, you have to step back and say, well, you know, how will, how will I measure that to any extent? Off the top, you mentioned that it would be good for the economy. So maybe that's a, a vector into this, this conversation. So as, as 5G gets adopted across every sector of commerce, you know, what are you thinking about? Is it GDP growth? Is it workforce productivity? Is it, uh, you know, what, what do you think about uh, when you consider when, when this becomes world changing and 
substantially value creating that we can accurately say that? So I, I think it's, it's all of the above. I think that there's, you know, if we look at it from a GDP perspective, I think, um, McKinsey is, is uh, forecasts about $1.2 to $2 trillion of potential GDP impact coming from four major use cases, healthcare, mobility, and that has to do with the autonomous vehicles and you know, the aut automation of processes, retail or let's say enhanced user experiences, VR, AR, that sort of thing. And then you know, the context of industry 4.0 and, and, and industry. So I think that the sooner uh, you take economies, and maybe in Western Europe or, you know, where there's a large manufacturing base or, in, uh, you know, industries which require digital transformation, the sooner they start adopting these business tools, uh, whether it be open RAN, like you go on your marketplace and you purchase your open RAN module, or you're, you're taking, you know, OSS and BSS solutions, whatever, whatever that is, right? Whatever part of the network you're taking, the, the sooner you will, you will have new tools and new technology to help you meet your, your goals faster. So I think it's, um, it, it, in terms of, you know, the world we live in now and what we've experienced in the last two, three months, you know, working from home and the, the need to have robust feature rich service rich networks has never been more clear. Um, so I think that, you know, COVID is unfortunately as, as much of a tragedy as it is a silver lining for the speeding up of, of this, you know, the, at least this kind of economic progress and technological progress for the world. I think you probably called it fairly accurately that, that COVID is going to serve as a catalyst to, uh, you know, kind of broad rethinking of the way we approach digital interactions of the digital economy. But Damiano, it's always a pleasure getting to talk with you. And I certainly uh, enjoy catching up with you on Open RAN and the work that Airspan's doing. So thank you for joining us and answering the question, will 5G change the world? Thanks, John. Always a pleasure. Will 5G Change the World is an Arden Media production. For advertising inquiries, contact Danny Miller at dmiller at ardenmedia.com. The show today was produced and edited by me, Sean Kane. Thanks for listening.